Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Buongiorno, hello, welcome to the BT Sport MotoGP podcast from Italy. I'm Susie Perry. What a round this was, with three race wins for three Italian riders. In this podcast, you can hear from Andrea De Vizioso, Danilo Petrucci, Maverick Vinales, Cal Crutchlow, Colin Edwards, Neil Hodgson, Keith Ewan, Julian Ryder, Gavin Emmett, and of course, my good self. But first, here's how the race was won. Even the Valentino Rossi stand is up on their feet and firing the fireworks already. It's the last lap of the Italian Grand Prix. It's an Italian motorcycle leading it with Italian steering it. And surely Davizioso, well, they hired Jorge Lorenzo to do just this. But in the end, it's Andrea Davizioso that's going to do this. As we come to the closing stages then, Maverick Vinales is too far away to strike, barring a massive mistake by Andrea Davizioso, and he's not noted for them, that is for certain. Danilo Petrucci, remember, is another Italian on another Ducati. He's in third place at the moment. Rossi is only in fourth place. He surely will be revered by the fans, as usual, as the GOAT. But this week, they are going to be celebrating two more... Oh, oh no! Down has gone Marquez! Is that no, it's Pedroza and Crutchlow. And, and Cal is not happy. We'll work out that in just a moment because right now we are going to celebrate with this young man, Andrea De Vizioso. The Italian wins the Italian MotoGP. It is going to be Ducati's finest hour, surely, here at Mugello. Over the line from Vinales. Petrucci is a stunning third place. Rossi is a brilliant fourth, considering the way this week has gone for him. Over the line will come Bautista Marquez Zarco in seventh place. Lorenzo should get 80 down from Piro, the factory test rider. Ian only on the Suzuki is in tenth place. I don't think anybody particularly expected that result that way round. I mean, you know, we knew no. Dovey was going to be good. We weren't quite sure, but really any one of six riders we thought could take it today. Dovey hadn't really shown anything all weekend that he had that kind of, I mean, that pace, but let's say staying at the front, and it was just a phenomenal race, and his lap times were unbelievable, it's just within point. a tenth or two the whole time. Yeah, they really Yeah, were. and I mean, he's not 
this, I don't think this is sound harsh. He's not a usual winner. He's, I don't know how many multi well, GPs he's had. Third, it's his third, third victory. Third ever. So, no. First one in the proper dry as yeah. well. So, in that position as well, the Italian in the Italian Grand Prix, the pressure going to get to him on the last three or four laps. That's what I was thinking. You know, uh, obviously, Vignoles was relentless with the pressure, but he just did a stunning job, and I'm really pleased for him because nice guys do win, mm. and he's one of the nicest guys in the paddock. Yeah, he really is. How much of today's win was down to tyres, do you think? Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, you had to make the right choice. Um, some of the guys did struggle a little bit, but Vinales was hard, hard, I think, and he was right there. It was Dovey on the me medium, medium yeah, rear yeah. or in front. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it worked out. At the end of the day, it was 22 laps, not 28. Yeah, well, <laughs> so that's all you needed. Well, we'll get to uh, we'll get to tyres and we'll get to the Hondas who didn't perform their best today. But let's start at the very start. Then we'll go back and have a look at this because really, actually, it's Valentino Rossi that got the whole shot, got some squirt off the line, Colin. Yeah, no, he, uh, unbelievable. Once he got out front, me and you were looking at each other saying, come on, here we go. Uh, <laughs> but it uh, it didn't last too long. We get in here. I mean, all kinds of bumping and barging. That bump going into turn one added for some excitement all race long. There's some scare. The, the problem with turn one is, obviously, everyone's trying to make up time. And the turn two is pretty much one line, but uh, how they all got through there, I don't know. Yeah. So, it's scary going through there on the first lap because there's not yeah. a lot of room. And early doors, we saw, you know, it was Jorge, Jorge Lorenzo. Oh, all right. There <laughs> was right? A, it was Lorenzo that, that really was standing there as the Ducati man in the sunlight. I mean, he was right out there and it looked like he got something going on, but then it kind of faded quite quickly, really, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that's where Dovey got a little squirrely on the inside there. But uh, yeah, Lorenzo was out front and we thought, OK, here we go. And then obviously Valentino looking at Lorenzo, it's like a big target on his back. So I don't think so. Excuse me, pardon me, coming through. Yes, we knew the Ducatis had a chance. They were always going to be fast on the straight, but we did not expect them to put a race together like that. Well, you know, it was Dovey, wasn't it? That kind of went, once he took the lead, you knew that he suddenly meant business. Let's have a look at that move then. It just, the typical Ducati power, yeah. <laughs> set it up. It came, out, it came out the last corner, similar speed to Maverick Vignales, but use the power. But the hardest thing is, approaching that last corner is getting it stopped, and he just about managed it perfectly. So, uh, yeah, what a, what a day he's had. What a day he's had. Let's hear from him now. He's chatting with Argav. Andrea, congratulations on winning on an Italian bike in Mugello. I was going to say, when you woke up this morning, did you think this, but you didn't sleep, did you? No, I woke up uh, at 4 o'clock. And uh, I, I was sick. I don't know how, when you... Food poisoning, yeah, yeah, not just... I... I, it was I went, being sick, being yeah, sick. Exactly. And uh, <clears throat> so the feeling wasn't so good. After two hard days in Mugello, before the race, is not the best situation. And uh, the feeling was quite bad also before this, the race. The energy wasn't so good, but... Uh, my bike worked well. Uh, during the, the weekend, our speed was there. We, we worked very well and the speed was there, so... I knew the bike uh, was good to fight for the podium, and I didn't know during the race uh, what I really can do. Uh, I decided to go in front at 10 laps to the end with no reason, <laughs> but it worked because uh, uh, at that time uh, I wasn't faster, but uh, uh, the reality is that the competitor was on the limit, so it was enough to, 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 to stay 10 laps in front. Um, what did Claudio Domenicali say to you and Paolo Giovatti? What have the, the big bosses said after this one to you when you've seen them down there? You were in tears. Were there a few tears from them? <laughs> 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 
Well, we can't say everything. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say to the fans out there as well when you saw them all on the straight? For, Italian, or for all the Italian people, you can see just the yellow, almost just the yellow in, it, in Italy. But it's nice because uh, also if Valentino wasn't on the on the podium, like when I was in Honda, uh, the, the Valentino fans uh, follow, uh, push me. So I'm really happy about that. Uh, that is something very, very, very difficult. And uh, it's difficult to explain <clears throat> when you see all, a lot of people under you when you are on the podium is a big sensation and not a lot of person in the world can feel it. Um, Susie called it bellissimo. I'd say it was magnifico. What's the Italian word to describe this, would you say? Bellissimo. Bellissimo, that's the one, that works. Susie got it right then, Dobby. Go and enjoy it with your team and your fans as well. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud of myself. Yeah, your Italian's pretty good, <laughs> eh? Thank you very much. Better than Gavin's, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like that would ever happen. Um, just let's talk about that interview for a second, because a few things. First of all, he's up at four o'clock throwing up and he's not feeling very good. He can go and do that. What can he do for the rest of the season? Uh, I don't know, but I, I really liked his, for no reason, you know, yeah. 10 laps to go, I decided, to to, I decided to leave for no reason, but, uh, yeah. just, you know, and just to say he had no plan, yeah, really exactly. had no plan, yeah. he was just, just going at it. No master plan, but mm -hmm. again, he's not an out-and-out -out winner, he's not one of these people, it sounds harsh on him, doesn't it, but he, he wasn't expecting to win the race at the start of the race, he, was, he would have been over the moon with the podium, so yeah. it was just... Now, that, that for me, is that the key point here, because he wasn't expecting to win the race, we have not been talking him up particularly all weekend, I mean, he's been, he's been there or thereabouts, you know, and we know that Ducati have had great speed here, but nobody's put that pressure on him or on them, the home win, it's, all, it's always about Rossi here, you know. And no expectation. Does that make it easier or not? Uh, there's something weird. I mean, Montezuma's revenge or whatever he had when you had the flu. You've ridden sick. I've ridden sick. For some reason, you ride good, don't you? Yeah. It's weird. I don't know why that is. And it's the same with if you get a slight injury. You have. It's almost like I have a theory behind it. I don't know if it's right. But oh, let's hear it. No, no, let's hear Go it. Go on. This will be a classic. No, but when if you've got a bit, a bit of an injury in between races, you just sit and relax and rest up. And I think when people train too hard sometimes, and it's like you use all your testosterone. You come to the weekend and you've used some of your supply. I think when you rest, Susie, stop smiling at me. I think when you rest, you you, you turn up at the weekend and you 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 full of it. You're it's always full you're, of you're it. You're always full. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. I walked right into that one, didn't I? <laughs> I'm not quite sure how much testosterone I've ever got, but um, enough to have been here for 22 years, so it must be quite a lot, actually. Um, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that kind of... You, you have less expectation. You put less pressure on yourself, yes. don't you? And that's obviously what did him good today, because you've got to look at Andrea De Vizioso and say, he doesn't look very well. I mean, he looks poorly. Uh, he's going to look here good after... I don't care if he's got a hurt belly or not. He's going to have a few drinks tonight, I guarantee. No, he won't care what he looks like, because because he's just gone and won his home Grand Prix, which was utterly sensational. And uh, not only did the crowd embrace him, as he mentioned there, you know, you see yellow, but they were cheering for him. They were thrilled for him. They were also thrilled about third spot. I was so pleased. Again, another real good guy in the paddock. A guy you definitely didn't expect to get on the podium. You know, it's a satellite team. Yes, we know he's done a lot of testing. It is the latest Ducati, it's a 2017, but yeah. it's been tough for Danilo. And the tears were flowing, and quite right too. He does, he's so emotional, he's done a little Petrucci, as we call him Petrucci. Uh, he's with um, Gaff. Danilo, congratulations. That looked emotional up there on the podium for you, but on the podium in the dry for the first time, and you do it in Mugello. How good's that? Yeah, 
if everybody, if someone say this on uh, Tuesday, I say, okay, where I have to sign for be on the podium on Sunday. And uh, yesterday, it, it's, it's been a pity because uh, I could start from the front row, but for five centimeters, I missed the, I, my lap was cancelled. But uh, I knew that I got a, a good pace, but uh, for me, a good target was the, the top five. But then when I was at the half of the race with the first four, I said, okay, now I wait the last, the last laps. But then <laughs> I, I, in Italy, I have something. I, I something think, extra, do you think? Yeah, 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 because uh, it's uh, our home race for my team, for my factory. It's, it's unbelievable. And uh, at the end, I say, okay, I try. I passed Valentino, I passed Maverick, and then I stay with Dovi, but I was completely out of breath at the end. I said, okay, try to stay up now, second is okay. <laughs> and then uh, Maverick was a little bit faster. At the end, he's always, he's always aggressive. And uh, yeah, I tried to stay with him to, to try at the last lap, but uh, it was too fast. And I, at the end, uh, maybe I got uh, the rear tire very, very consumed. And uh, was finished, and then I managed to stay on the podium. It's uh, a very, very big present for for my team, and uh, it's a it's a fantastic day for me. It really is a fantastic day for Danilo, and uh, it, it's it's worth mentioning as well. You know, off the third row today. I mean, it, it came from a long way back. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yes, he got a good start, but he closed the gap on the leaders. He was the fastest man on the track for a good four or five laps. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the man that he couldn't get past today uh, to get uh, second place, uh, Maverick Vinales, who had a great ride and, uh, you know, he, he looked like he was pretty much pushing that bike to the max. Yeah, Maverick was going great. It, uh, you know, Danilo gets by him and then he just gets to drive here onto the front straight, which you don't see this very often, uh, a Yamaha passing a Ducati yeah. on the straight, but he pulled up alongside him, um, just out broke him and then after this, Danilo couldn't do anything with him. And it's hard though, isn't it? You know, what I did notice they did, he sort of went across in front of him a little bit. Yeah, that, that was, was close. A little bit on the dirty side. From, from, from Maverick, Vinales. yeah. When you outbreak somebody, you know obviously that you've just passed them there, you don't take their line, and he started to come across at that point. Yeah. I spotted it straight away and I thought, that's uh, yeah, dirty. that was close. I'm not sure Maverick Vinales has made many friends in Italy today, but he's probably got a helicopter to get himself out of here. Let's confirm today's MotoGP race result in Mugello. A win, a very popular win for Andrea De Vizioso, his third in his career. Maverick Vinales was second today, the championship leader. And Danilo Petrucci on the podium in third. Valentino Rossi just pushed off today in fourth. Alvaro Bautista sensational in fifth. Marc Marquez sixth. Joan Zarco seventh. Jorge Lorenzo eighth. Michele Pirro, who's the test rider for Ducati in ninth. And Andrea Ian only in 10th. Let's catch up then with the man who was second on track today. Here's Maverick Vinales. Maverick, congratulations on second place. Um, what were you thinking though when the clouds were there for Moto3 and Moto2 and it was cooler and you were good on the hot, uh, the hard tyre yesterday? Was it a worry? Yes. Yes, because it rained a little bit sometimes some spots, so I was a little bit worried because in the wet still we don't have the best setup, so I was just uh, wishing for a good weather. Finally, it was like that. Uh, the start were quite good. I'm so happy. Finally, we, we finished second in the first corner. I was trying to, to make my best to try to, to overtake Valentino. 
but Jorge was really strong. In the first laps, we were so fast. I'm, I'm really surprised how he started the, the laps. Honestly, uh, he been really fast at, at the beginning. But anyway, I said, OK, I have to concentrate. I have to give my best. When I overtake Valentino, I said, OK, now you have to do the lap times. I did many 47s, but still, Dovizioso was just behind me. I could not open a gap. It was nearly impossible. In the middle of the race, I tried to, to save the tire just in the case I needed in the last, uh, last laps. I tried. But anyway, today was the day to make points and to finish second. Uh, some days you have to finish second. Really good, really happy and happy to, to be here in the podium. Made points, 26 now is the gap actually to Andrea in second place. How does that make you feel heading to Barcelona next, heading to your real home track? Really nice. I will try my best, you know. I'm, I, I want so much to go to, to Catalonia. It's one track that I love. Uh, last year I did one of my best results, fighting with, with Danny for the podium, uh, finally finished four. And I think uh, this year we can do a really good job. Uh, we have to work a little bit more on the, on the, on the electronics, but for sure we're going to be really strong. Um, we saw today the Ducati, strongest we've seen it so far this year, the Honda not so. Are you worried more about Ducati now? Well, uh, today they were really strong. It's true that here they practice so much, so they have a perfect electronic all the time. And you could see on the race was honestly so good. And Dobby was driving especially good today. I think he, it was his day, you know, to win. But anyway, I feel my bike was on the place, was on the, on the good level. I feel in the last laps I could push a little bit more, try to catch Dovizioso. Uh, some laps in my mind was trying to push, but finally I know it was really important these 20 points uh, of today. We're looking forward to next week. You go home as a championship leader. Maverick, all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, very good points in the bag for Maverick Vinales today and just over a race win ahead now of the rest of the field, so that must feel pretty good for him. He talked about Danny Pedroza in there and there was a little bit of Honda hoo-ha today out on track. Let's have a look at that. How did you see this? Yeah, I mean, this looks like Pedroza going up the inside, but he came from so far back, uh, it was never going to work. He was going to go wide and take Cal with him and obviously, uh, look how far back he comes from. And uh, got in there, lost the front and away they went. Absolutely, though, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like that, is it, at all? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're absolute worst nightmare. And Cal's really upset. The problem is, you've worked the whole race. There's only about three or four corners to go. It was a, it's a very silly move. And we know that bike's not easy to ride here. Obviously. Yeah, so by, by, by the end of it, honestly, your tongue's dragging on the floor. It's, it's that exhausting. Can't get that quite out of my mind. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Let's have a look, then, at how the championship looks um, after today's race. This is that 26 gap that um, that Vinales has got over Davizioso and then just four points behind is Valentino Rossi hanging on to third there. Marc Marquez is fourth. Danny Pedroza's uh, in fifth. Joanne Zarco sixth. Jorge Lorenzo seventh. Danilo Petrucci is eighth. Jonas Volger ninth. And Cal now is in tenth place. Uh, we can go to Gavin live because uh, someone who had a terrific race today was Alvaro Bautista, or as he calls him, Alvaro. <laughs> Yeah, Alvaro, uh, congratulations. That's a, that's a really, really strong ride. You'll know that as well, to hold off Mark. I'm sure he was, you were feeling the pressure from behind. You proud of that ride today, Magella? Yeah, for sure. No, because uh, for us, it was very important to, to finish the race. No? After the, the last two races, that we, we had a good, good pace for the race, but we didn't finish. Uh, here, our target is to, to, to end the race. And the first laps, I was uh, a bit, not nervous, but like uh, rigid, no? Because I didn't want 
to make a mistake, to, to don't crash or to have uh, contact with other riders, no? so uh, in the first lap I lose uh, some uh, distance no? and some position, but after a few laps I start to, to relax and start to get my feeling, and then I saw how I can catch the other guys and pass them, and pa catch the, the next one and pass the, the next one, uh, so I, I enjoy for sure. No? At, at the mid-race, uh, I catch uh, Marquez, and yeah, I was a bit stronger than him, uh, I pass him and I try to, to, to cut the, the front group, but uh, I was catching them, but uh, the, the difference was so, so, so small, no? so it was difficult, but anyway, I tried to, to be consistent no? and try to, to, to go far from market, but it was impossible, no? market stay behind me all, all the time. Uh, yeah, and, and I know that in the last lap he tried to, to overtake me, but <laughs> I tried to close all the doors, and at the end I can I can finish the race in front of him. So, so fifth play, I'm so happy because especially we finished the race, and for our motivation, is really good. Alvaro, congratulations! Brilliant ride, well done today. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks. You. Pasini gets on the gas, no mistake for Mattia Pasini. He is going to win his first Moto2 race. It's going to be the first time he has ever been on the podium after 86 starts yes. in Moto2. Takes the win and the world has gone mad here in the Ital Trans team and all around the terraces. Another Italian win here at Mugello and that is going to be one that's going to be celebrated again late into the night. Fantastic to see. Well, fellas, uh, I mean, it's kind of pecking points, really, but probably the, the most popular win uh, of the day, Matthias Pacini. He's been around such a long time, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, from one win to the next, it's been such a long, yeah. a long time, you know. Um, I did, he was on pace all weekend, uh, I think, before the race called. He'd be there with the BDS guys, but I certainly didn't expect him to win. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, it was certainly, let's have a look uh, towards the end of the race. We, we said, you know, one to watch, but because the Mark VDS team had been so dominant this year, nobody actually believed that it could happen. No, incredible. And, and Luti timed it really well. He sort of sat back for the whole of the race. And this is the last lap and Luti pulled the trigger and, and got in the lead. And at this point, I actually feared for Pasini because we knew how much he wanted it. And I had a horrible feeling <laughs> yes. that he was going to push too hard. But this section here, if you knew how difficult it is, not only to make one pass, but then to follow it through and the next corner dive underneath without losing any time. Oh, I'd so yes. take my hat off to it. That was awesome. Amazing pass. I mean, two passes. And, and at the time, you know, you said this is, this is sort of one on passion, in a way. So yeah. Desperation for him to win here. He, he felt it, and, and he knew it, you know. I mean, those guys, uh, they had their turn. They didn't check out, and he just had a good pace. The weird thing about Bassini, he spends a lot of time in the gravel trap, to be honest, let's be honest. And he didn't put a wheel wrong today, which it, yeah. blows me away. He didn't miss an apex. And like Colin says, we've seen him a lot. The last four or five years make mistake after mistake, and we sort of half expected him to crash. But uh, like you said, that's the beauty of our sport. Sometimes the rider can really make the difference. Especially Unlike with, here. with cars, for example. Yeah. You know, the rider can make the difference. And today, Pasini, or the whole weekend, he's come to his home Italian Grand Prix, and he wanted it, and yeah. what a performance. And particularly at this track, isn't it? Because it flows so well. You haven't got all those stupid stops yeah. and starts like you've got, you know, in places like the those hairpin bends, it just, they're just rubbish, aren't they? Yeah, and the Italians, we know, they go good here. They've grown up here, and today was the day for Mattia.
Yeah, it certainly was, and it has been a long time. Let's cross over to our commentators, uh, Jules and Keith. I know they enjoyed that one. Uh, did we miss anything out in there? What did you think of that Moto2 race? I don't think you missed anything out. I think the fact is, is that you imagine if that was the British Grand Prix. <laughs> you imagine if we had the kind of day we've just had in Great Britain, what kind of emotion we'd all be going through at the moment. And I think with Italy feeling the way they feel about their motorsport, their motorcycle sport, we've had a, an exceptionally special day. This is one we will remember for a very, very long time, Keith. It's Magello's always a pleasure. Obviously, it's one of the highlights of the year. But the, that Moto2 race, Mattia Pasini, on the floor in the first three races of the year, got back on finished, and then a fifth and a fourth, and then the win. It's the story of his career at large. I think in answer to your question, Susie, there's not much we can add to it because this man made the race at the end of the day. Luti, we all know about. Alex Marquez, we all know about. He denied them both. And the Itel Trans team is a great little yeah. team as well. You know, the guy that he had up there for the manufacturer's trophy. Santi. Santi, we've known, you know, Giovanni for such a long time. Yeah. And he's been there, and done that. But this man, 86 starts and he's not had his race win yet, and he's just done it in front of an Italian crowd, a passionate Italian crowd. And we've just got a picture there of the two levers on the left bar. Effectively, he's a para-athlete competing with able-bodied athletes. That is the point to make, and he's on top. Well, it was a beautiful win today and a stunning performance by him. And interestingly, this championship, it looks good. You know, you think that Franco Morbidelli's running away from it. But uh, let's have a look then at how the, how the situation looks right now. It's a 13-point lead over Tom Luti. You know, you, you would think that with all those wins that he would be running away, but Tom's hanging on to that. Alex Marquez, 78 points, a little way off, but then close behind him, Miguel Oliveira. Peko Bagnaia is fifth. Mattia Pacini is now sixth. Uh, Domi Egeta, seventh. Takanakagami, despite today coming down eight. Luca Marini in ninth. And tenth is Simone Corsi. Pacini, turn 15, Mino gets a good corner, but Didi Antonio's right there, they're going to weave from side to side, who's he going to be at the line, Didi Antonio's done it all right, but has he got the power to get by him by the line, no, no. he hasn't, Mino wins here, the VR46 team <laughs> win here, Andrea Mino wins the Italian Moto3 Grand Prix in fine style, well, what a race that was. Uh, it was very difficult to keep up with. We can uh, ask the man in second what it was like to be a part of Fabio Di Antonio's sensational racing today. Uh, incredible. Thank now, you. You, you've had a little bit of time to take it all in and have a think about it. Um, can you replay now your race for us in your head? How, do, how did it go for you? I think it was a, a great result because uh, for sure to be in the podium here in Mugello is a great thing, a great feeling. Also, doing two podiums in a row is uh, really good. But the race was, I think, uh, the most difficult race that I ever done because the the leading group was, I don't know, 20 riders. Yeah, yeah. it two, was. Yeah, at too one many point, riders. 20 riders within a second, with only yeah, about yeah. five laps to go. It was unbelievable. It was incredible. It was incredible. When we was in the first corner, every time, they, I don't know who who first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, go every time like this, and uh, also the last lap, I was I was second. I said perfect. Now I'm coming to win. I said to myself, now I win, now I win, now I win, it's perfect, all is perfect. But at the end I was in the straight and I saw that uh, uh, Mino was really fast, the KTM was really fast and uh, I couldn't get the perfect slipstream to catch him and then 
overtaking, but uh, okay, it's okay, it's okay. I'm quite happy. So, did you wake up this morning? Did you seriously think you could win today? Because you've been going good all weekend. Yeah, yeah uh, to win, uh, maybe. But the podium, yes. So, who were the two or three that you thought maybe you're in trouble when you woke up this morning? Um, I woke up and said, now it's time to do the podium. Maybe yeah. they win, and uh, with me it could be I don't know, Fenati. Fenati, okay. Mir. Okay. But uh, at the end, Fernandez was, was really behind me. I yeah. don't know why. And also Mir was, wasn't super fast, but better for me. Yeah. <laughs> You'll take that, won't you? Yeah, and in that situation, in the race situation like yeah. that, in normal races, you can plan things. Was it possible at any time to plan? Because we saw the other riders that were leading, yeah. you know, Mir yeah, yeah. and people like that, end up so far back at the end. Was it a little bit of luck? Did you need the luck on your side? Or is, was it, was it yeah. more, no, I planned that? No, I think... Um, until two or three uh, laps to go, no plan. Only <laughs> close the eyes, full gas, and, and we see. But then in the last two laps, I said, okay, now for the uh, for two laps to go, I have, I am to have to be fifth. Then last lap second and uh, try to win on the straight. But the plan was wasn't correct. <laughs> but it's okay. it's okay. Did you? I mean, racecraft does come into it at the end. You know, it, it, it must have done. I mean, you, you look like there. You said you know until the last few laps. When you're doing a race like that, are you learning a lot as well? Yeah, for sure. Because when you are in the leading group, you can every time you can learn something, something, uh, something more. Because uh, there are a lot of riders in front of you and uh, a lot of overtakes. So this is important because it's also a training, no? Yeah. Yes, it's the race, but it's a training for improving race by race. And uh, so your first podium was here last year. Yeah. yeah. You repeated it again. Yeah. We're going to keep keep this going? Yeah, I think it would be great. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice if uh, here I won, but uh, it's okay. Now uh, now I have to be, to continue like this and uh, try to, to do a lot of podiums. And what about the championship? Because I spoke to you before the season started and you were expecting top three. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. season start was has been a little bit mixed. Obviously, you got taken out in Argentina, yeah, which yeah. was a, a, not your fault. But now the momentum is back. You must be feeling confident going into the important part of the season. Yeah, I think now I, I'm 100% form, physical form. And uh, also the bike is, is coming better and better because we are, we are working a lot with the guys, with the, with the audience, with the HRC. And this is really good because uh, we have a little limit on the bike, especially in the front. But we are improving this uh, session by session and race by race. And this is important. So for this reason, we are coming. We are doing races really good. Yeah. So we see, we see. And it's only a few days, of course, until we'll be in Catalonia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your feeling about that track? Last year was a strange weekend, not, not a good weekend because, no. Uh, no, yeah, but um, the track I like a lot. Also the new configuration, is, I think is good, is, uh, I like it. And we see, we will try to, to fight for, this, for, the, for the podium another time. Oh, Fabio, thank you for spending some Thanks time with us today. It was such thank you. terrific watching you on track today, <laughs> it really was a sensational race. Wish you the best thank for you. next weekend too. Thanks a lot. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you guys. We can hear from uh, the race winner now, here's Andrea Migno. Andrea. Congratulations, finally. You can forget about Assen last year. You can forget everything that happened. You're a Grand Prix winner, and even better, you've done it in Italy. I can tell there were a few tears there for you. Yeah, after, uh, after the Czech flag, the Czech flag, I, I had uh, some tears in my, under my helmet because uh, it's a very important result here in Italy. Uh, so now I can ask uh, nothing more. 
So I'm very happy. Uh, the weekend started quite good, but during the weekend I I I never been uh, so fast. So was was a tough weekend, but this morning we changed something on the bike, and uh, I feel good. Uh, also, if uh, the lap time in, in the warm up wasn't so fast, but uh, my feeling was good. So for the race, I I, say, I thought that uh, I have to try until the end. And uh, I do like this, and in the last two laps, I was in a good position. Here in Mugello, it's always difficult to, to because there are uh, many, many overtakes every lap. So in the last lap, I tried to push at my maximum. I was first from the first corner, and uh, push, push, push a lot uh, until the, the last corner. And I say, I have to try. If uh, they pass me, okay. But uh, in the final meters, I realized that uh, I, I, I won. So... Very, 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 very happy. Also, thanks to all my team, VR46 and everything. Mentioning VR46, what did Valentino say to you? I don't remember. I don't know because <laughs> we, we, get, we get a lot of noise when, uh, with my bike, with our uh, voice and nothing, my tears, everything. But it's the best sensation ever uh, to enjoy with Vale. Uh, with Vale, it's the, maybe it's the best of the history. So for me now, it's the best moment of my life. And there won't be a party, I'm sure. No celebrating tonight, yeah, no. Maybe I will be drunk for one, one week. <laughs> no, I'm joking, but because next week there is Barcelona, so I have to stay normally concentrated and we have to continue to work well and see you next week, but I try always at the maximum. This night, I celebrate. Yeah, maybe we'll try and find you. Yeah. I think we'll be able to hear where you and the rest of the yeah. team are. Maybe I can this night. <laughs> okay. Enjoy it. Enjoy that first victory. Congratulations, Andrea. Brilliant. Thanks, mate. Superb. Such a lovely character. So this is how the Moto3 standings check out now. Now, Joanne Mir is still on top on 108. Aaron Cannett is second. And then the man we just spoke to, Fabio Di Antonio, is in third place, moving up. Romano Fanati is fourth. Andrea Migno up to fifth. And John McPhee is in sixth place as he finished on track. Seventh is Jorge Martin. Uh, eighth is Juan Frank Guevara. And Marcos Ramirez ninth. Enea Bastianini rounds out the top ten. And we're going to hop back to Moto2 now because uh, thankfully for our show we have the lovely Matteo Fasini with us and what an incredible day it is for you today what a what what just just t tell us how it it's been such a long time since you stood on the top step of the podium your first time in Moto2 isn't it yes it's a great pleasure to be back on the podium especially in Mugello especially on the top stand of the podium <laughs> then uh, I'm so happy because uh, this, this race uh, was uh, incredible uh, I enjoy every corner and uh, every lap and uh, this is the result you know many some years ago somebody said uh, I'm uh, finished then uh, now I can say I'm back. You're back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, well, anything changed this weekend? Anything on the team? Anything on the bike? Everything? Because this weekend, you're on it. Every practice session, all the qualifying, you're on it. Well, uh, honestly, we are strong from the start of the championship. After uh, the first year, last year, uh, we're back and uh, we need to work a bit for coming back uh, to the top. But uh, from the start of this season, I have good feelings, especially with my team, with my guys. And uh, we, we, after the three mistakes in the first three races, we know we are fast, but we need to improve a bit. And uh, last week we made a test in Misano for working a bit on the front part of the bike. And uh, uh, the job was good because uh, this weekend I can ride uh, how I want. 
and uh, it's a perfect finish like this, then uh, we, we make a good job, I think. Yeah. And Matteo, you've had a long career, obviously winning 125 races, 250 races. Now Moto2. And now Moto2, <laughs> but, but you've never even had a Moto2 podium. Yeah. And people were saying, maybe now is the end of Matteo's career. Has that been motivation for you though, to prove people wrong? Because that's what, sometimes it's so important in this sport to have that, you know, I will have the last word. Yeah, sure. Uh, I believe uh, I'm not Finnish, but uh, I'm. We believe. Uh, I, I'm like a wine, maybe. No, <laughs> getting better with the time, getting better. But uh, no, honestly, I finally I I find some people and some team believe in me and give me the possibility for work on the bike and on me on all. Not after uh, just to race, uh, make a judge. Yeah. Uh, then uh, this is the result. Moto2 is a strong category mm. and uh, for a win here is uh, a hard job, but we made it. Then uh, we are on the good way. And Matteo, you had to fight for it today. Yeah. I mean, you had Tom Luti that believed that he could get the win today. At one point, you know, you were having such great battles at the front. Did, did any of the fan power around this circuit kind of push you a little bit of extra horsepower maybe? Sure. Sure, uh, the people here in Mugello is incredible, and they give uh, so much support. Then, uh, then turn uh, one, last lap. Turn one. Tell okay. us what you were thinking here. Okay, I, 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 I tell. Oh, no bad words. No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, I still uh, believe I can win because uh, in this part I'm so fast. And this. Look at that. Then, uh, then uh, I uh, yeah. And <laughs> one more, like an animal. <laughs> Not so bad. Not so bad. Not so bad. But it's it's incredible, yeah. And also, I want to dedicate this victory to to Marco because uh, last time uh, here in the top step of the podium is uh, with him, and uh, I think also him today give me one pushing back. You know. And that was a great battle too, wasn't it? Really was, and you've had to wait a long time to do that. Matteo Pasini, huge congratulations Thank today. You. Superb to see you on the top spot. Thank you for spending time with us on Checkered Flag as well. Thank you so much to all, all buddy. Ciao. Thank you. Can't <laughs> Thank wait you. for next awesome. weekend now as well. <laughs> yeah, why not? Applause all round. Absolutely brilliant stuff. Let's hear from a man who's a bit like another fine wine, or at least likes a glass of wine. Here's Carl Crutchlow. Carl, that looked like a frustrating afternoon at the office, maybe a frustrating weekend actually, and it ended in the worst way. Tell us what happened, because I couldn't make it out. I couldn't really make it out either. I was, uh, I was surfing on top of two bikes, but no, it's, uh, these things happen obviously at the time. I was annoyed with Danny. Um, he's obviously just frustrated that he's uh, in the position he was in, but we were all suffering this weekend with the Hondas, as, as we know. Um, and that was the end result. We uh, we crashed, and that's it. So uh, it seemed a bit of a not a strange move. He came from a long way back, so I couldn't even hear him. And then suddenly I I saw him, and I was on top of him. Um, but uh, he's uh, two weeks with his ruthless moves. Um, but one ended in tears this weekend, and uh, I'm glad he's lost his second place in the championship. Anyway. <laughs> um, just finally, is it going to get any better for you in Barcelona? Uh, it seemed, to be honest, when we tested the, the other week, that um, it was really, it was really difficult. It was probably our worst circuit, and then we came here and maybe thought this was our <laughs> worst circuit of the year. So, uh, yeah, Barcelona's is really difficult for us as well. Uh, the only saving grace is our bike likes to slide a lot, 
and we can normally do not too bad lap times at the end of a race with the bike sliding. Um, Barcelona, it seemed that a lot of guys are dropping four seconds over the uh, over the long run. Um, but yeah, I was uh, I was happy enough I, in the in the race today. I I felt quite good. I never pushed over the limit. Uh, I was making sure I was finishing the race. You know, uh, I wanted to finish the race here. I knew it was difficult to manage the situation with the front tire. I had a good right pace at the end of the race, and I caught the guys up in front. Um, I thought maybe I could have a, a last lap, you know, a couple of uh, attacks. I made a mistake halfway through the race and lost two and a half seconds. So, um, yeah, you know, so, you know, starting back there, uh, you know, you're hindered as it was. But a big congratulations to Andrea and and to uh, Danilo. They, they rode fantastic. So um, I'm pleased to see them up there on the on the podium. Thanks for talking to us, Cal. Cheers. No problem. Thanks. Yeah, it's turning into quite a difficult season for, for Cal as, uh, as the races unfold, isn't it? I would say for Honda, there's an issue mm. there that we're not 100% aware of, and they're, they're struggling. Yeah, what, what do you think the problem is? Yeah, well, it's a tyre issue, really. I think they said the, the rubber was just too soft for them this weekend, and it showed. So, yeah, okay. not ideal. Probably going to have the same sort of problems next weekend as well in Catalonia. You can't imagine the temperatures are going to be much different. Highlights for you? Uh, the sun uh, showed up, uh, the Italian rider showed up, the Italian manufacturer showed up. It, uh, it was just a good day, great day. Yeah, the Motor 3 race, best race yeah. I've ever seen. I'm going to go home and sit down and watch it again. <laughs> right, that's it from Italy. We'll be back in a week's time with round seven of the season from Catalonia. Bring it on. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.